Oh yeah! I am the mongoose. But you can just call me Goose down here in the cellar, the Dungeon Hudge Doom here in Transylvania, Pennsylvania. Red lights going on here in the basement. Are we in Amsterdam? Are we in Pennsylvania? Where are we? I don't know. Whose hand is that? To my right! The Sicilian Slayer. The South Philly Poontang Punisher, Mr. Salbaps. We should add Sugar House VIP. Sugar, to we were my intro by the way. We were just talking about how I was just talking. I was I was bragging about it. So since you showed me how awesome you're doing and your stock and, <laughs> and shit. So, so apparently and uh Salbaps maintains this uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll we'll say it's a VIP status. No, it literally is though. It's like literally I can walk in there and get like anything. He's trying I have a manager, I'm an account manager, a VIP account he's, manager. He's he's trying to sell me that literally a limo will come to Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania yes, here they will. And, and pick him up it's if, part he, of the if he wants them to. It is part of the contract. You signed a contract with Sugar. No, I didn't sign it. It's 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 part of your perks like with the program. So like you only can do it once though. Like you can't just like you can't abuse it. Like they'll do it once. I I have one small parlay with Sugar House right now. It would pay out eight thousand dollars. So if I were to win eight thousand dollars, could we call up the limo? Is that cool? We enough? could call them today. It's just you can only do it once. Okay. Well, if I were I've to, never done it. Though. If I were to hit eight thousand, would that be cool enough for you to call the limo? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, dude. This is. Do you even want to go there? I mean, it's a pretty grimy place it's I, not really fun I, to hang out at i i just want to do the limo ride okay well i mean let's hit these bets then okay well th i mean it's content i want the content i want to see us riding in a limo in tuxedos oh that's the new profile pick <laughs> that is so let's make that happen let's you're right though let's, let's hit some bets conference championship weekend we did pretty good we absolutely nailed our fresno state bulldogs jake hayner Dude, they're hot, man. I mean, we told you guys what was going to happen, dude. We actually destroyed Bull Weekend, by the way. We destroyed it. Uh, I mean, not Bull Weekend. Championship fucking Saturday. We killed that shit. I got fucked on TCU. I still say Well, yeah, that's right. I can't stay. That was a touchdown in overtime when he reached over the line. TCU got... Dude, yeah, everyone, I'm, who I'm bet, everyone who bet that game, won. everyone who bet that game should have just got it voided. Like, it should have just been voided. Yeah. Because, like, TCU did score. They did. Like, they scored, dude. Yeah, he's absolutely. He's absolutely in, dude. Um, who else did we have there during conference championship We had the Michigan-Purdue over. Yes, had the Michigan-Purdue over. Boss Cock Lock. I had Clemson minus seven and yep. a half. They yep. rolled. They rolled against a North Carolina team that, talk about Mac Brown, FFCC. Did you see he literally admitted, oh, we didn't prepare for Cade Klubnick because we didn't think Dabo would play him. Dude, he's 90 years old. He has no idea what he's doing. They got killed. Like... I, I, I can't tell if Dabo is such like uh, such a boss move that he's so stubborn. Coaches literally didn't think he would put in the better quarterback. Or if, if Mac Brown's just retarded or both. I don't know. I think Mac Brown's retarded, dude. Yeah. That's why I put him in the club week one. Yeah. Georgia rolled. Uh, Georgia rolled. We LSU. had that. I had the team over point, total points for Georgia, which yep. hit in the second quarter. Hit. 
hit in the and second quarter. And I had quarter. Georgia with the stock line, and they covered. Yeah. So we slayed, we slayed it, dude. We absolutely slayed the whole entire yeah, program. Yeah, compared to some of the other national pundits and how they did. Dude, there's guys like, that went 0-6. Yeah, 0-6. Like people with millions of followers. Yeah. Not naming names, but Clay Travis. Yeah. So we did pretty damn good. Moving on, though, to bowl season. Yeah, that was that. that's yesterday's news. We're on to bigger and better things here. Bola Palooza. And you bet your sweet ass Goosa Palooza is all over the next three weeks. Having said that, Salvaps, I was feeling really good about some of these games. For example, Tennessee versus Clemson. I was loving Tennessee money line at like plus 225. I still maintain all these first round draft picks for that Clemson D are going to opt out. Uh, Murphy, the uh, edge rusher, already has. I expect Bressy and a couple of others to do the same. And I do expect for Tennessee to actually prepare for the right quarterback. Having said that, uh, Tillman there, stud wide receiver, is out. Uh, Jalen Hyatt just announced today that he is going into the draft. That is a major blow to Tennessee. Do I still think Tennessee can put up points? Do I like the Tennessee team over? Yes. I am a little bit more skeptical of that game. Another game I was all over, South Carolina versus Notre Dame. South Carolina, one of the hottest teams to close out the regular season. Notre Dame's starting quarterback entered the transfer uh, portal, and that backup is Garbage. Michael Mayer, stud tight end for Notre Dame, entered the NFL draft. I was loving South Carolina. Yeah, he's good, too. I mean, he's a good player. Very good. Until Jaheim Bell... The all-around H-back there for South Carolina, dude, 6'3", and he was a receiver and tailback, plowing guys over. Uh, he went in the portal to probably get NIL money. He's now with Florida State. How fucking good is Florida State going to be next year, by the way? We're going to be batting them. We'll be batting them. And it looks like now Marshawn Lloyd, the stud running back, is also in the transfer portal. But let me, let me propose this to you, because this has happened a couple times already. These kids are going into the transfer portal for this sole purpose to get NIL money and then just return to the team. You just saw it with Western Kentucky and their quarterback. Yeah, dude. I mean, you have to, here's the thing with anything involving millions of dollars. There's always a scam and a loophole to it. Yeah. So, like we talked about, I mean, you can literally, like, say you're bouncing... And then you're going to get paid more money to stay in college or stay there than you would to go to the NFL or go somewhere else. Right, so it's like, right. It's yeah. a loophole now. It makes the sport cooler because guys will stick, good players will stick around longer. Yeah. But it's kind of fucked. Like, it's definitely fucked. Uh, like, it's not fucked as in terms of, like, anything bad. It's just, like, it's just fucked as in cuckoo fucked. Like, this is gonna have. This is just the caveman stages of this. We, Wait for a couple years. It, it, there's a solution, and it's simple. And they should have done it three years ago already, and they would have nipped all this shit in the bud. But they were greedy. Uh, we just need to have uh, basically shared revenue from all these TV contracts. X amount that is Big Ten doles out money 
to the players. And had they done that three, four years ago, they could have got away with fucking like five, ten percent. Yeah, and like that ain't happening now. And we're not communists who think that like people should just get this and that. We're just giving what the logical solution was. It should have been done the way you said it. Yeah, yeah. And now, but now here that, we are. Now that pool, it's gonna anyone be anyone who's got money can just toss it and solve anything they want. Oh, yeah. this kid's going to leave. I like him. Well, now you're not going anywhere. Yeah, and I, I think the Big Ten will be the first conference to institute this. Um, and I no think, doubt about it. I think the players will get around 25 30%. But then who's to say the, the SEC doesn't say, well, come to us, we'll give you 32% to play in the best conference in America. They will. And eventually it's probably going to be a 50-50 split. And in which case, most of these programs won't be able to afford that. And we're going to have the NFL, and we're going to have 32 college programs. Yeah. Basically, there's going to be two conference, three conferences. Yeah. Uh, we. This is going to be a long episode, guys. We have fucking so many games to go over here. We do want to touch briefly, though, on the legend, the pirate, that was our beloved Mike Leach. Sal Bapp's uh, just first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Leach. Dude, he changed football, man. I mean, he... He really did. Like, with the shit that we see today wouldn't exist if it wasn't for him. And anyone who doesn't believe that doesn't really know the sport that well, then. By the way, if you have $550 and you, I don't know, have a little bit of free time on your hand, like, let's say this summer, did you know that there is an actual air raid certification school that you can take online? No, but it's once again, it's from him. It's back to him. It's it's from it's from Hal Mummy, who with Leech, you know, were the godfathers of the air raid. And it's it's literally like an 80 hour course with tests that you have to pass 93 percent or above. But like it is like if you want to learn the actual air raid offense, you can actually take this school online. I'm not going to lie. I fucking want to do this. It looks cool as shit. And Mike Leach puts to bed all these ex-players who use the straw man argument. Oh, well, if you didn't play the sport, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mike Leach was a lawyer. Lawyer. A certified lawyer. Lawyer. He would break into practices illegally at BYU because he loved football so much. Yep. And he would draw on a notepad the plays that they should run and just one of these coaches he came up to and just was like hey you know what these aren't bad why don't you hop on the staff as like something and he worked his way up is that how he got his start was that BYU yeah dude look his look his fucking look at his history I didn't know that he literally was an actual student like and he was watching their practices constantly like alone in the stands and the coaches just like let him do it I mean and he started drawn down and correcting their offense and they were like yo this shit's kind of fucking gangster bro like you're kind of smart and he got you know involved next thing you know he's coaching for you know offense for some major programs he's coaching for stoops he's coaching you know he's coaching i think he was at kentucky for a little bit yeah he, but he, he created the the air raid offense with hal mummy at a community college in iowa iowa uh, wesleyan yeah and dude like because they had inferior players they had to come up with a scheme to beat their opponents you gotta understand texas which i'm not talking to you i'm talking to anyone who's listening the seven people but like when he was at texas tech and they beat texas texas tech was essentially like 
a community college in that state in that point in time. Yeah. You, I mean, Texas was an absolute powerhouse when Mac Brown wasn't a hundred years old. Um, the they weren't getting anywhere near the players these other Texas schools were. Right. I mean, didn't I mean didn't we have Ladanian Tomlinson at this point down in like around that time period at TCU? Yeah. Like so, like even TCU's getting like NFL players. Like right. this guy pretty much went to war with this air raid offense with Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree. Yeah. And became the number one ranked team in the country. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's. Uh, I mean, he won. I can't talk more. I, I wish I could talk about this guy for an hour. I know we got to get into these games, but I don't really get sad when like celebrities or people, famous people I know, die. Yeah. But I was a little, I was a little salty yesterday when I saw this. Yeah, he was a legend in the game. He was such a character. He was everywhere he went. He took ship programs and he made them relevant and even you know contending for conference championships and just the amount of people who've come out in the past couple of days about it tells you everything about how how kind he was to reporters or you know how many careers that he started um it seems like the guy the guy truly was a stand-up guy and by the way we know he was based as fuck so there's that as well yeah and i mean dude that's the thing about him too is like mike leach in a world full of corporate coaches he was always authentic and true to himself you know yep 100 percent so, God bless you, the pirate. We uh, we we miss you, dude. You were the man. We miss you. You were the man, and uh, you know, literally. I mean, you look at his disciples of the game. All the people who, a lot of people came from his tree, like Sonny Dykes, Lincoln Riley. They are literally running college football. So, the legend of Mike Leach, it isn't going to die anytime soon. The air raid only continues to proliferate in the game of football. So, uh, Look at Patrick Mahomes. What the fuck offense he, do people think that was? He, he literally was ahead of his time. God bless you, Mike Leach. They and, think uh, that shit's Andy Reid, bro. He was doing peace. that at TT. All right, moving on. Here we go. Holy shit. Friday, December 16th on ESPN at 11.30 From the Robinson National Stadium in Nassau, Bahamas. Ooh. What a great place to have a bowl, by the way. I, is this the first time they're doing that? No. Are this you? is the the Bahamas Bowl has been okay. going on. Yeah, it's always like the first bowl. It's like it's like on at like what eleven a.m. Yeah. or something. It's stupid. a it's the hometown lenders Bahamas Bowl. Fucking bowl game at eleven thirty. By the way, who's Bahamas. who's lending out money in this economy? I mean, that's a fucking racket if I ever heard of one. Uh, we have Miami, Ohio versus UAB. I have no play on this game. I will watch this game because I'm a loser, but do you have a play? I am now when we say we have plays on this, the we're not saying that tail us. We're just telling you if what we're on. I actually took the under in this game. I think it's a stupid game. It the it's a low total. It's 44 and a half. It's 11:30 in the morning. How can the fuck can you actually want to play this football game? I mean, how I, I don't know. I mean, uh, are they are they partying in the Bahamas? Are they yeah, well, well, I hope they are. <laughs> are they smart? Are they getting high? I would hope they're yeah. doing a lot of shit down there. Because if you're going to get rewarded with this shitty bowl game, at least it's in the Bahamas. Yeah. Is there a lot of weed in the Bahamas? I know, like there is, you know, around various uh, parts of. I'm Jamaica. sure there's Islanders, man, <laughs> with Chiba. Yeah, they got to be partying. Yeah, they, uh, come on. I'm sure they are. All right. Well. Fuck that game. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> All right, moving on. The Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. The hell is a trading cure? Do I, who knows? The, it doesn't matter. 
are we are we trading cures for like cancer? Like, hey, I'll give you the cure for you know. No, but they definitely have the cure. Oh yeah, they one hundred percent. Big farms never gonna let that yeah for sure. happen. We gotta treat symptoms for loot. Yo, this game's actually gonna be sauce. UTSA versus Troy. Dude, overs fifty five and a half. So. I tease this over down to 52. I don't think there's any chance in hell it doesn't go over. Troy does have a very good defense. Having said that, their offense the last couple of weeks of the season absolutely exploded. And Frank Harris, is who's coming back for another year, NIL money, that UTSA offense, Jeff Trailer, head coach, absolutely fucking buzzing full speed. I love the over here. I mean, you could even bet 55, but I'm just saying if you want to tease it down to like 52 – uh, I just think there's no way in hell it doesn't hit. No, we're in agreement, dude. Uh, this over is exactly what I had in mind here for this. I mean, this game's – that day for Friday, I, I just see it as one game goes under, one goes over. Yeah. I just think one game is going to be stupid in the morning, and the next game's just going to be sauce. Yeah, it's in Orlando, Friday, 3 o'clock. Uh, unless there's torrential downpour, there's no way they don't hit the over. Um, moving on here, dude. Speaking of not sauce, this game is – Pure dog shit. Dog shit, and you don't even need to go more into it because you already revealed it. I have the under in this game. <laughs> the Wasabi. Ding, 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 ding. What, a, what a weird name. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Can you explain that? It's on a baseball field. Literally on a baseball field. We have Cincinnati versus Louisville Saturday, December 16th at 11 a.m. in Fenway Park in Boston. Bro, I don't even know where I, – I honestly, I can't even keep up with all the guys who've opted out of this game. That's why we're taking the under. What is – the under is officially at, let's see. It's low. It's down to 40. It's fucking low. I that, got it at 41, that but is like it's already Iowa, gone down. That's like an Iowa freaking – Wisconsin game. Man, I, I want – I'm going to watch this game because I think it's going to be such a train wreck. And I do think having a bowl in Fenway while retarded is also kind of cool. It's not only – in Fenway, it's at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Um, uh, like I said, uh, you got it's just got to be on Trey Tucker, the leading receiver for Cincinnati. He's out. Uh, the, the coach is gone. The center, uh, half the coaching staff. Kerry Coombs, who was the DC horrible at Ohio Both State. Both coaches are gone. He's the head coach there now. That is the only concern I have for the under. It's that Kerry Coombs is such a bad defensive coordinator that like just his dumbass uh, itself may hit the over um, tight ends out for Cincinnati on, on the side of Louisville Malik Cunningham star quarterback he's out Dion Branch is going to be the team's interim coach for this game I have a throwback Dion Branch Seattle Seahawks jersey in my closet by the way uh, top cornerback K Trell uh, Clark enter the NFL draft Running back, Ty, uh, Tyon Evans, receiver, Tyler Hudson, who had over 1,000 yards receiving, uh, are not expected to play in the bowl. I mean, there's there's like five other dudes here, too. Like, there, there's basically, basically, we're looking at, like, the practice squad for both these teams. Like, the lines haven't moved because every time one guy on one side announces he's out, a guy in the other team announces he's out. So, I think the line is still at, uh, yeah, it's, it's Louisville is minus one and a half. That's basically... That hasn't moved in, like, a week. Yeah. I'm not touching that game, but I will watch. Next one up here. Oh, I am. Daddy's all over this one. SRS Distribution. The fuck is that? I remember that when I was saying what the fuck last year when I saw what it was called. SRS. Sexy, retarded uh, Spaniards. More, 
hookers. <laughs> hookers from Tijuana, basically. Hookers from Tijuana distribution in the Las Vegas Bowl. That makes sense. In the Las Vegas Bowl, Florida versus the Oregon State Beavers, Saturday, December 16th on ESPN at 2.30 p.m. from the Death Star Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Yo, I drove by that stadium in Vegas. Yeah. Fucking money. It, is, it literally looks like the black version of the Death Star right on the tail end of the strip. Like, those stadiums in Las Vegas just gave Vegas another, like, 15 years of life. Yeah, I mean, dude, what helped them, too, was the fucking hockey team was in the cup, like, right away. Yeah. So, like, people, the selling them on pro sports, like, one of those teams had a win. Raiders obviously aren't, but they are apparently a hockey town now. So, okay, quick here for Florida. Florida is a mash unit decimated by the transfer portal. Anthony Richardson in the draft, as I... You know, I this line opened up at Oregon State minus seven and a half. I fucking hammered it. It is now up so to 10, 10 Why don't we do this? We'll do this. When we get to the game, after we give the brief, we'll do play or no play. You ask me, like you say play, and then I'll give you if I'm playing it or not. So okay. are you playing this game? I already said I, I smashed it at okay. seven and a half. Uh, I would tease it down to nine and a half just because Florida does still have those two stud freshman running backs. So I do think they could potentially backdoor cover this to like ten points. So, so play, play it, but down to about down to nine and a half now. Now I am playing the under. Okay, fifty three. I have. Okay, I think that this is an under game. Uh, I'm trying to take a shot on Florida being incompetent. And by the way. Did you ever follow up on what kind of underage porn that Kitna was watching? No, because I you, did. You you probably shouldn't even say those words for like the censors. So we'll just call it the uh, the kitty pp or whatever. But, but what's a real investigate? I mean, it's real. I know it is. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, yes, tell me, Salbaps. What what did you investigate and find out? It was younger than what we said it wasn't 17 year old girls it was younger than that whoa it's not good john kitna he's uh in very deep trouble what's john kitna thinking right now like uh the report stated that he had multiple 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 um pictures on his phone of extremely young wow women wow yeah, so Florida is going to be starting third string Ohio State transfer quarterback um, Jack Miller. Um, listen, if this guy wasn't playing over Kitna, who was wasn't very good himself. I just, I I, I think the under is a decent play. Oregon State does it have is, a very it's a, it's strong a stab. It's a stab. I don't know if Florida doesn't show up for this bowl, which I think they they may not. I'm just concerned that. That's why or, I like the oh, under. I'm, I'm concerned Oregon State wins like 35 to 10, and then your under is gone. Uh, but Florida because it's fifty three. Oh, it's fifty three. Yeah, you'd win. <laughs> okay, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah under's not a bad play here. Uh, Florida's also without first team All SEC offensive lineman Osiris uh, Torrance, their uh, leading tacker, tackler tackler uh, Ventrell Miller. I mean, there's uh, Justin Shorter's out. I mean, dude, this fucking Florida team is just out a million dudes. As opposed to Oregon State, Jonathan Smith just got a huge extension. Uh, they are without uh, Rajon Wright, one of their top corners. 
Uh, and they also are out running back Damian Martinez. But that's about it. And I do expect Oregon State uh, to travel well to Vegas. And this is also, I believe, what time is this kickoff? So two thirty. This, this game is at yeah two thirty on 2:30. Saturday on the seventeenth. Yeah, I don't know. I just honestly, I just I think Billy Napier, rightfully so, his head is in the transfer portal, upgrading this roster. I think Oregon State rolls. I I still think, like I said, you should tease us down at nine and a half. But I love Oregon State uh, in this game. Or you can roll with me on the under. I think it's a good play. Yes, yeah, it's that's a good one too. Next one up. Uh, the communist and propaganda head chief, Jimmy Kimmel, L.A. Bull, presented by Stifel. The hell is Stifel? How did Jimmy kill? J- well, actually, no, I, if you shill propaganda, you apparently get your own college football bowl game. Dude, how bad is he? He's like one of the worst out there. Yeah, and he used to be the coolest with the man show. Think about that. I mean, that just proves that it's fake. Like, he's just an actual paid-off mouthpiece. Yeah, he is a literal weapon of propaganda. Have you actually watched late-night comedy like yes. at all? Yes, I, I've, I've, it I've is tried. Very bad. It is state propaganda. It's, yes. it's horrible. It's not comedy. It's it's a it's a political show. Uh, this is probably my heaviest play on all my 1,000 parlays going. Saturday, December 16th, like I said, the L.A. Bowl. Fresno uh, State. ABC at 3.30, Fresno State versus Washington State. Washington State, defensive coordinator Brian Ward, he's at Arizona State. Um, you also have them down uh, four key contributors, uh, receivers, Donovan Ali. Dejon Stribling, linebackers Travion Brown and Francisco Mayaga. Those guys were all fucking dudes uh, on their team. Dayon Henley was first team All-Pac-12. He's not playing. The offensive coordinator just became the new head coach at North Texas. Yep. I, uh, and, and you're going against a, a Fresno State team that has only one opt-out. It's one of their defensive backs, uh, and that's it. And they were the hottest team in the group of five at the end of the year. Yeah, so if we were going to do a power ranking of like one to the last of every team in the bowls, Wazoo would be one of the bottom three teams in the entire thing. Wouldn't you yeah, agree? Absolutely. I mean, they've beaten absolutely nobody. I know they qualified for a bowl, but they're, like, they're not a they're not a bad team. It's just this is a bad matchup with all their best players out. I think Fresno got disrespect. Like this this is disrespect. To Fresno to the play this team. Yeah. And you, you put that Fresno State team with all their guys indoors on the turf there it's in, right. in L.A. Right. This is stupid. We're cl- I'm cranking Fresno. I Listen, the line is three and a half. I think you should even tease this up. I think you should take Fresno State minus six and a half. You can do well. You can do alternate spreads and like if you would lay that, it'd be like plus like four fifty or something. Uh, no, it's gonna be more like plus one sixty. Uh, to six to, te- to not a teaser, an actual alternate line. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm what, saying. You I'm, really I, think I, it's one sixty? I I know it is because I literally just did it. All right. Because right. the line's only minus three and a half, so you're only adding a field goal onto it. Either way, they're gonna roll. They're gonna roll. I think. This is one you need to slam. Moving on, the Lending Tree Bowl. Rice versus Southern Miss, Saturday, December 16th. ESPN at 545 from the Hancock-Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama. Is this a play? Uh, No play for me. (laughs) Actually, actually, no, I I take that back. I do have a play. Uh, Wide receiver Luke McCaffrey has basically been the Rice offense, and I don't think he's going to play in this bowl. 
And Southern Miss is right now minus six and a half. I actually like Southern Miss minus six and a half here. I, no play for me. This is my first no play. I hate this. I want no parts of this at all. Buy lending tree bulb. Goodbye. That is a very light play for me. But, yeah, I do have a little play on uh, the uh, Southern Miss minus six and a half. Moving on to the New Mexico Bowl, my friends down in Albuquerque, Saturday, December 16th, ABC at 7.30 p.m. from that university stadium there in Albuquerque, SMU versus BYU. Bro, I don't know if there's a uh, – okay, uh, Tennessee and the South Carolina games, this game is right up there. I was all in on BYU early. The Mormons always play hard. They're going to show up to... They always try. They're, they're going to show up to Albuquerque. Having said that, quarterback Jalen Hall, who is like their offense... He's their whole offense. He's their whole offense. Uh, reports coming out of the, early this week was that he wasn't going to play. The line dr- dr- uh, went up all the way to SMU minus five and a half. Having said that, the line has now dropped Drop back, back down, down to BYU plus three and a half. And... There's still no word on Jalen Hall, but who says he wants to play? So Is it a play or no play? Dude, I already had so many plays on BYU and I can't cash out of those tickets. So I'm I, I'm with you. It's a play for me. I actually got BYU at the five and a half, so I'm taking that. I'm with it. It's already in. As far as it goes right now, if you haven't made a play yet, I would caution you to just watch this game. Uh, pre-game, because if Jalen Hall plays, this is going to be a pick So SMU is down. Their leading standout receiver, Rashi Rice. Yo, this guy, I, I bet SMU a lot this year. This dude had 96 catches for 1,355 yards and 10 touchdowns. He ain't playing. SMU, all they do is throw the ball. That's a major loss for SMU. Well, dude, you got to. Th- the thing is, too, like this total is the highest we've seen so far in bowl games. It's sixty-four. Yeah, I mean, if Jalen Hall doesn't play, you smash the under. Because BYU will not score. But I'll, like me and you, we're kind of like, we're kind of, we're kind of stuck. Yeah, I got great value, and you put it in early as yeah. well. Yeah, I I got great value in a lot of my games. This is the one game that I am very nervous. We're about. kind of exposed. We have to just roll with BYU here. Yeah, for sure. Moving on, the Frisco Bowl, North Texas has to drive about twenty minutes from Denton. Uh, North Texas is playing Boise State uh, at the Toyota Stadium in Fresco, uh, Frisco, Texas, Saturday, December 16th, ESPN at 9.15 p.m. Play or no play? Uh, so, okay, this is a very light play, but if you're doing a parlay, which, by the way, we may have a tank parlay. Oh, yeah. I do think there is a sprinkle opportunity here with Boise State money line uh, covering the full, what is it now? Ten. Yeah, covering half. covering the full ten with a Boise State offense that is uh, very slow trotting and somewhat inept. I I would not touch the spread at all. Having said that, I don't think there's a chance in hell North Texas can beat Boise State. Should I reveal my play? You should. It is Boise State laying the number. Really? Why? Yeah. Why? Well, didn't North Texas just lose their offensive coordinator? Uh, well, Seth Luttrell was fired. They lost their defensive coordinator. They lost their defensive coordinator. But he's he actually is going to be the interim coach for the for the bowl game. 
Yeah, I mean, look, Boise lost their league title game. I, I think a, a little bit of a reset because they didn't have a bad season. I mean, they, they're not like a trash team. No, not at all. They almost uh, they were in the Mountain uh, West Championship. Yeah, game. they're in their conference title game, man. I mean, look, I'm betting the line on this one. I just feel like there's a lot of changes going on at North Texas, and this is a game where Boise State can kind of just – I mean, this is a recruiting game for Boise too, dude. Like, it is. I mean, it, they're not where they were before, so they got to take advantages of being on primetime TV, man. Okay. Um, I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, Mer- I mean, what other opportunity do they have anymore? I mean, they don't have these big ABs. They're not on the game. I mean, they're never on anymore. Yeah. Other than like CBS Sports Network and like Fox Sports 5. For sure, for sure. I think this uh, is an opportunity for – does North Texas want to play in this game anymore? Probably not. I'm going to say no. Uh, moving on. The Myrtle Beach, Dirty Myrtle Beach Bowl, Marshall versus – the Yukon Huskies. I do have a play. I'll let you go first. Uh, okay, so U- Yukon has a couple key guys out, but they've been out guys for the entire year. Uh, Marshall, they do have two stud running backs. Ali came back from his mental health vacation, and they are one of the most elite running teams in the country. Having said that, 10.5 is too many damn points. Ha <laughs> ha! That you're giving Jim Mora oh, yeah. and this UConn team. Oh, yeah. I'm taking UConn plus 10.5. I am a Democrat. I have selected the University of Connecticut <laughs> plus the points. Your rationale? Your rationale. Yeah. I think Jim Mora is a good coach, and I think that you're going to give him uh, you know, a little bit of time to prepare. He's going to hang within that number. Yeah, and Marshall, like I said, they just want to run the ball down your throat. They just want to, you know, ball control. You, Dude, UConn could win. UConn could win. The game? I actually, I have like one or two like plays with like a Marshall money line. I'm actually legitimately nervous about it. They that. could win the game, yeah. dude. Yeah. I think Marshall does win, but I think it's more in the range of like four points. All this shit we talked on this program. I know. And it comes down to this. I, uh, I'm i riding with UConn. Let's go, Jim Morrow. <laughs> okay, we are going to Boise, Idaho for the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which is actually a, a name and sponsor I can understand and get behind. Uh, we have Eastern Michigan, very hot at the end of the year, versus San Jose State, who ever since their teammate died, they went from being the best team in the Mountain West to dog shit. Tuesday, December 20th, ESPN at 3.30 p.m., uh, I I want nothing to do with this game. What about you, um, I, dude? I actually kind of like San Jose State. Why? Um, well, they're favored. I did have a little streak with them where I was betting them in the middle of the season. Yeah, so I don't too. know if it's like. Here's the thing about gamblers. Sometimes we get crushes on teams that made us money. 100%. And, like, it's almost the same as dating. It's like you date a girl for, like, a couple weeks, and you're like, oh, this girl's fucking cool. Yeah. And then, like, you find out they weren't. But then, like, a couple weeks later, you're like, man, that girl was fucking cool, man. Like, I I don't know, man. This team made me some money this year, so, like, I, I just feel like I need to, like, simp out for them a little bit and bet them here. Okay. This isn't a big play. I mean, it's just, like... A stupid game. I mean, what else am I going to do on Tuesday, December 20th, besides bet this game? Yeah, I mean, this is, I, I hear you. This is a game that I'm telling you right now I want nothing to do with, and I'll probably still wind up betting it. So, uh, moving on here, 
Roofclaim.com. What the? <laughs> I'm going to it. Roof- I'm going to it. What the hell is... Uh, so is that like... We're you, going. You get destroyed by a hurricane. We're doing it. Your roof is off, and you go to Roofclaim.com. It's in Boca Raton. Or that's the, it's a Boca Raton Bowl. Yeah, no, the, the, the bowl is, is in Boca Raton. Tuesday, December 20th, ESPN at 7.30 roof p.m. Claim. The, the roof. closest one is in Cobb County, Georgia, so it's got to be some kind of hurricane fucking yeah. insurance. Okay. That's why they don't exist up here. Right, right. That makes sense. It's uh, got a lot of good reviews, though. It's probably why they have a bowl game. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we have the uh, Liberty, uh, former Hugh Freezes, versus Toledo. This is one of my heaviest plays on the card. Uh, I am all over, dude. This game opened up at like Toledo minus one and a half. I cranked it. It's now up to Toledo minus five. I think anything under seven, you absolutely crank Toledo. Daquan Finn, he looked really good in that MAC championship game. He is a Toledo offense. He's gonna have a couple more weeks to heal that ankle. He's gonna be sauce. Liberty was the worst team down the stretch. Hugh Freeze and that entire coaching staff is gone. Those kids are in. I don't give a fuck mode. So, on my research yesterday, when I got to this game, I didn't know if we were going to do an, a bowl season boss cock lock. Like, one bet yeah. of the whole... of This was the one that I was on. Even more than Fresno. Yeah. I think wow. Toledo is, like, the absolute bomb bet, dude. I Like, yeah. I just think that, like, Liberty will have no desire to be here i mean the lines already moved two points this could move even more and uh, i mean if you're listening to us just because you like hashtag gambling twitter and you just found this podcast bet this game now because it will go up and i don't know i'm, I'm just thinking out loud here but you know hugh freeze at auburn there, building that staff building his roster I'm sure there's going to be a couple kids from Liberty he's going to bring over. Maybe not a lot, but they probably— They never go alone. Probably three or four. They never go alone. If you know you're going to go play for Hugh Freeze at Auburn, do you play this bowl game? If no! Yeah. No! Yeah, I don't know. It just— I this think, is, Toledo is going to kill this team. Yeah, I think Toledo's pretty good with Finn being, uh, being healthy. I now, think, I don't know how many fucking people are going to travel from Ohio to, to this place— to the uh, roofclaim.com bowl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're in Ohio right now, are you, I mean, how many people really got money to do that? True, true. But are people in Virginia from Liberty going there as well? Especially now that Hugh Freeze is gone? I don't know if they might have some kind of culty alumni support, like just like Southern Pride kind of thing yeah. going on. I can't really comment on it. I mean, I've never, I've only really drove through Virginia before. I haven't really like, met people from there whatnot okay so i mean bottom line is you're gonna see empty stands at this game yeah this is an empty stands game and it's just what it is i just still think toledo is a better bet here bang toledo moving on r and l carriers uh what is r and l carrier i gotta look it up we're looking it up i'm gonna guess it's trucking that sounds like a trucking name r r and l carriers new orleans bowl western kentucky versus south alabama Talk about games I'm nervous about. 
I absolutely cranked South Alabama when starting quarterback Austin Reed. This dude had over 4,000 yards and 36 touchdowns. He entered the transfer portal, but not so fast, my friend. This dude just got NIL money from some like Western Kentucky hillbilly moonshiner. He is bootlegger. He has now opted to return to Western Kentucky. He's playing in the bowl game. This line went from like seven and a half, eight, all the way down to South Alabama minus four and a half. Four and a half. And I am once again stuck on this game, very nervous about it. So, yeah, this is a no play for me, but from my research, it is a freighting company. Hmm. So it is a freighting, shipping, and logistics company. So it's essentially a fake company. Gotcha. It's like analytics for truckers, which isn't real life. Uh, They just drive to point A, point B. Moving on. This is a bowl that I have a weird play on, but I am very much looking forward to it. We are going down to TCU's home stadium in Fort Worth Thursday, December 23rd, ESPN at 7.30 p.m. The Lockheed Martin we will kill everybody in the Middle East. Armed Forces Bowl. Baylor versus Air Force. Yeah, I mean, will the game be played if there's a nuclear war before this game? Uh, probably. <laughs> still, still so. Uh, I mean, you're talking about Fort Worth is only an hour and a half drive from Baylor, so you do have that. Having said that, this bowl is always like 70% uh military people and obviously if you're talking about the the dfw area i mean fucking the the military is just absolutely out the wazoo there i do think air force is going to have a lot of support and also dude air force always plays hard dude it's really tough fading academy teams in bowl games because they treat it like it's a super bowl yeah I'm not in love with the line here. I don't love it either, but I will say that I did take the points. The line right now is Air Force plus five Five and a half. half. I don't think think that's the worst play in the world. The play that I'm all in on, the team over for Air Force is 21 and a half. I love the over. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's a a play that if you're going to do team totals, this is definitely one to stab at. I mean, the total for the game's 49, so, I mean, that's half the points right there, so it's not a bad bet. I mean, I'm on Air Force personally, but... This is interesting because Air Force, of course, doesn't have a single opt-out. Baylor is only down safety. Devin Neal had about 41 tackles. No, Baylor's, uh, Baylor's pretty much fully low. That's why they're laying what they're laying. Yeah. So, I it's mean, just this is... Like, it's so, these teams are so douchey, these academy teams, man. Like... You got to remember, some of these kids are older, too. They're, like, 27-year-old yeah. kids, like, that went to air. Like, and they this is the Super Bowl, dude. Yeah, like, I, I think this is going to be a great bowl game because, like I said, the, you are seeing two teams at nearly full strength, and it's going to be in a really raucous atmosphere there in Fort Worth. You're going to have plenty of Baylor fans there, but you're also going to have plenty of, you know, military people, you know, fucking fist-pumping and waving towels and being drunk, so... Uh, I think this game is going to be sauce and a must-watch. Moving on, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Uh, Louisiana versus Houston. I have a giant play on this game. Friday, December 23rd on ESPN at 3 p.m. from Shreveport, Louisiana. Do you know what Dana Holgerson doesn't do? Um, He doesn't do a lot of shit, but you can tell me what he doesn't do. He doesn't do bowl games. 
This dude has an absolutely atrocious bowl record. He has openly said he only views bowl games as practices for next season. That doesn't even make sense. Like, just, like seriously, like, dude, like, how does that even make sense? This line is, as of right now... Oh, it's practice for nine months from now. Yes. Right. That makes well, sense. Well, plus he runs an air raid, which, you know, traditionally air raid teams don't do good in bowls because they don't have those reps for all those weeks. Combine that with a coach who openly isn't even trying to win. Yeah. I, this is a no play for me, dude. This game is stupid. I want no part. So this. the line is uh, Louisiana plus six and a half. I do think you should tease it up just to be completely sure up to Louisiana plus seven and a half. But I think if you just take, you know, lose a little bit of the juice there and, and take the seven and a half, I do think you need to slam Louisiana just knowing Dana Holgerson and, and and this Houston team fucking sucked the end of the year. Dude. They, they were giving up 70 points. I like fucking SMU. bet them like towards the end of the year one game and I was so pissed, dude. Like yeah. they're they're fucking stupid. I, I, I think Louisiana, this is a, a very big play for me. Uh, and also Houston is down receiver Nathaniel Dell, uh, as whereas Louisiana basically is out nobody. I mean, they did lose their quarterback in the middle of the season, but outside of that, it looks like all their guys are playing. Uh, moving on, the Union Home Mortgage, uh, which, by the way, are like all like the entire real estate market's about to collapse. What the fuck is going on with this? <laughs> yo, yo, it's about yo, uh, it's about to be 2008 all over again. Well, dude. I saw someone map this out, man. I mean, every time a Democrat's like run this country, like the house mortgage is it's a scam. It's well, part of the scam. Mm. I mean, the 08 one with Obama was nuts. Do you know how much shit went down with the yeah, housing scams back J- then? W. Bush had a lot to do with that too, which who was basically a Democrat. He was honest. a Democrat. Yeah. He's not. He literally like has parties with Michelle Obama. Yeah. They like kiss on TV together. True. Uh, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl, Wake Forest versus Missouri, Friday, December 23rd, ESPN, at 6.30 p.m. from Raymond James Stadium, Bucks Home Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Man, I got to be honest with you. I, I'm fading the fuck out of ACC teams. Having said that, Missouri receiver Dominic Lovett, this guy was third in the SEC, 846 yards. He's in the portal. Uh, three key defenders for Missouri. Lyman, Isaiah McGuire, DJ Coleman, and safety, Martez Emanuel. You know, they, they all pieced out. They said, fuck Mizzou, fuck Columbia. We're going to the NFL. Um, you still have on the other side Sam Hartman there, quarterback. I don't know, dude. I, I have a small play on Wake Forest money line. This is Wake Forest minus one. So I do think there is some value in, in a Wake High total. It's 60 and a half. Um, we talk shit on this league all the time, ACC. But I do think this is a team that was supposed to be, you know, better, kind of didn't do their best job this year, but still ended up in a bowl game against an SEC team. They're actually favored, like we said. I'm throwing a unit on Wake Forest, too, so I'm with it. Okay. Uh, Moving on here, the Easy Post, Hawaii Bowl. Easy Post. What what do you think that is? Post-it notes, maybe, or... Posted on computer. I don't know. Easy. It's got to be some kind of. St- I gotta look it up, dude. It's got to be some kind of like sticky note company. Uh, I do have a play on this. This is actually a very weird line. What the fuck is it called? Sticky note? No, easy, easy post. Easy. The easy post Hawaii Bowl, Middle Tennessee versus San Diego State, Saturday, December twenty fourth, ESPN, eight p.m. Uh, coming from the Clarence TC. 
Ching oh, Athletics so Complex in it's Honolulu. A, it's a, it's like a, it's like a label company where like if you like sell, if you like have small business and you yeah. gotta like mail shit out, they, they, you can like fuck with them and they'll like get you like better labels quicker and cool shit. I mean, they, I don't know how the fuck they have a bowl game, but so San Diego is obviously. I didn't know small business was doing that great right now. San Diego is obviously, like, the closest you can get Hawaii from the mainland, as whereas Middle Tennessee, it's a hell of a journey. This line opened up at, like, actually San Diego State was plus one and a half. I absolutely cranked it. The line is all the way up to San San Diego State minus seven. I I would tease that down to six and a half because the San Diego State team does like the ball control. I do like Maven a lot more quarterback. I called him Black Tim Tebow before. Um, That's wasted I usually Brady Hope gets his guys to play hard in games like this. Uh, this actually could be a decent bowl, though. Neither team has any kind of significant uh, opt out. Yeah, so I actually think this is gonna be a blowout. I took San Diego State with the num- with the big numbers, okay. minus seven. I mean, I didn't get it what you got it at, but I mean the fact that it got to this point. I mean, when you see something go from you know plus one to seven i mean sharps aren't exactly that stupid yeah they're gonna get they're gonna blow this team out man yeah like you said it's it this is it like this is a distance thing too it's like san diego state this is easy to get to man yeah like i i I do think if you want to play a little bit safe just you know take the take the half point down six and a half um or you know this is a money line sprinkle on a a parlay easy i don't i don't think san diego easy money line on a parlay dude uh, quick lane bowl, New Mexico State versus Bowling Green, Monday, December 26th, ESPN at 2.30 p.m. From the Lions, suddenly the Lions are good in football. Ford Field in Detroit. Uh, this is actually a, a decent play for me. I am, I've never bet Bowling Green in my life. This New Mexico State team literally had to beat Valparaiso, who is like a substandard FCS team. They're like, isn't that a gas station, Valparaiso? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure New Mexico State actually beat two FCS teams to qualify for a bowl game. So they should not be in a bowl this year. And the line is right now Bowling, bowling Green minus three. Once again, I think you tease us down to Bowling Green minus two and a half, and you absolutely slam Bowling Green. Yeah, I mean, so my play on this, looking at it, we're on December uh, 26 here. Yeah. Looks like I have the under 48 in this game. Okay. Um, that's what I went with because it's fucking stupid. It's it's a dumb bowl. It's a bad team versus a team that is better than them but yet barely favored. So I figured this might be an under game. Bowling Green has, doesn't have any opt-outs. I like that. Uh, New Mexico State doesn't either, either except – Punter Josh Carlson, who averaged about 41 yards a punt, pretty decent. He's transferred to Arizona State. A squad like New Mexico State, do they have a legitimate backup punter? I'm saying no. No one ever has one. Yeah, like even like, like even the NFL, they got to go get one off yeah, the streets. Yeah, Eagles just had to do what I think. Like New Mexico State sucks. Their punter is out, and they are basically. I mean, nobody from New Mexico is. Dude, schools don't even really recruit punters. They take like walk-ons or rugby players, dude. Yeah, just because they don't have to burn a scholarship. No, nobody from New Mexico is going up to Detroit. As whereas Bowling Green it's is right there. It's right there. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a couple hours. Yeah, they're they're gonna have a, a decent home field uh, advantage there. Uh, moving on the. Camellia Bowl. What the hell is Camellia? I don't even. I'm not even looking at it. That's retarded. Fuck this. Camellia Bowl. Georgia Southern versus Buffalo. 
no play don't force here. It. I mean, it's not that I there's no play for me too. It's yeah. a total's a high it's 67 and a half. They think it's going to be a shootout. I don't want to get involved in this. It's a dumb game. Yeah, I do think uh, if I had to bet it, I would bet Georgia Southern money line. I think Buffalo end of the year really tailed off. Uh, still for me, no play, no play. Uh, moving on here, we are going to the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, Memphis versus Utah State, Tuesday, December twenty seventh, ESPN at three fifteen p.m. from the Cotton Bowl there in Dallas. Um, Man, I got to be honest with you. I, I I love this Utah State team, the way they finished the year. They went 5-2. and two. They kind of rounded into form from the team that won the Mountain West literally last year. Having said that, leading rusher Calvin Tyler Jr. did enter the NFL draft um, as opposed to, you know, uh, Memphis here does not have any opt-outs. But I don't know, man. Does, does Memphis want to be here? Does Utah State want to be here? I... I did have some early action. I got Utah State money line as high as plus two forty. It has come down now. Salbaps, do you have a play here? Um, I do. It's actually on Utah State plus seven. Okay. Um, so we're kind of in the same range as that. But people, I wouldn't bet this game like like Goose said. If you're gonna throw this in a parlay with like a money line or something, it's probably your better option. I really can't tell you why I did this. I just felt like Utah State's Mormon, and those kids kind of have it in their doctrine to like try hard and. You yeah, know. the the play that I really liked that I did with this when it opened up is I actually I put this game in a round robin. I did like a ten game round robin, and I I included the Utah State money line, um, not necessarily completely believing it would hit, but thinking it had a decent shot. I still kind yeah. of I'm still kind of in that zone. I I wouldn't be surprised if it hit, but. I'm not completely confident, but I do think at plus seven, I like Utah State here. Uh, moving on here, Tuesday, December 27th, yeah. ESPN at 6.45 p.m. from Birmingham, Alabama. We have uh, the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina. This line opened up once again at like East Carolina minus seven and a half. I absolutely slammed this game. I- don't like this game. Also, um, um, Grayson McCall entered the transfer portal, and he's still going to transfer. Yet this dude has decided to come back and play in the bowl game. Explain that one to me. You can't. I mean, dude, I want no parts of this game. I mean, it's literally like a fucking rivalry game in a bowl game. I mean, yeah. I, I look the totals high at sixty two and a half. If I was going to take this, I would take the over. Yeah, I mean, uh, defensive coordinator Chad Staggs is going to be the interim coach. Obviously, Jamie Chadwell uh, just took the Liberty job, which was interesting. Uh, Their center, who was first team all Sunbelt, he entered the portal. McCall is still kind of banged up. Maybe he heals up these past couple weeks. They're they're down a defensive end, a cornerback. Um, East Carolina, they do have uh, their starting center as well is out. Their tight end, who had 41 catches, uh, he's not playing. Outside of that, though... Uh, they look like they're going to be at full strength. If I were to give a lean, dude, I mean, I feel like there's still people out there that still think of Coastal Carolina as shit from last season. And Holy they'll shit. take the points, but I feel like East Carolina. With, with with Grayson McCall announcing he's coming back for the game, this line has dropped all the way down to East Carolina minus 7.5. I would I would tease that down to East Carolina minus 7. I, I think that's a very strong play. I think there's overreaction. 
to Grayson McCall coming back. This Coastal Carolina defense, the end of the year, bro, they were giving up 40 points to everybody. If yeah, you, this one, the over is high, dude. I mean, I, like, I, I, I would take the over this game. I'm looking at it right now. Actually, the play that I really like even more, the East Carolina team over is 34 and a half. Yeah, I mean, dude, the, the total's that's, high. It makes sense, man. That's the play. I think you slam East Carolina team over 34 and a half. That, that East Carolina team can cook. I like their quarterback. He's, like, just good enough that you can bet on him, but not good enough that he's ever going into the NFL. Those are the best kind of people. Best gamblers. kind of people for gamblers. Absolutely. Uh, next game here, Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State. The guaranteed rate bowl. Guaranteed rate. It's, I, 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 isn't, I think that the Chicago White Sox have their stadium named after that. Really? Yeah, in baseball. So Interesting. there's something. Uh, this is also a baseball game. It is taking place Tuesday, December 27th, ESPN, 10, 15 p.m. from Chase Field in Phoenix. Sal Baps, this game opened up at 51 and a half, the total. And I started hearing rumors of uh, uh, Spencer Sanders from uh, Oklahoma State transferring out. I immediately yep. slammed the under. The under has dropped all the way from 51 and a half to 43 and a half. Graham, yeah. Graham Mertz from Wisconsin, he is now in the portal. Spencer Sanders is in the portal. Uh, dude, there's a lot of guys under here. Um, batters are going to be without starters. They're, they're center. Uh, Joe Titman, Kiana Benton, defensive line. Jay Shaw, cornerback. Linebacker Nick Herbig is in the draft. Yeah. Um, this is a no play. I want no parts of this game, dude. It's kind of a weird situation. Jim Leonard is the interim coach, but he's not going to be on the Wisconsin staff. If forward. Barry Alvarez was coaching Wisconsin, I'd fucking take him. Yeah. But he's not. I, for me, I'm 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 feeling great about my opening underplay here that absolutely hits. Oh, dude, for what you did, you you got the best. That is peak value, yeah. man. So you're you're kind of like with it. Yeah. But, but for people out there now, like this, this is you no can't play. bet this. Yeah, you, can, you 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 can't bet this game. Absolutely not. Uh, moving on, military bowl presented by Periton UCF versus Duke. Are you ready? I am ready because we're on the same thing here. I am absolutely. Crushing. <laughs> His eyes rolled back when he said it. Yo, this. Dude, there may only be like two parlays that don't have this Duke. Like, I don't even know if I have. Actually, <laughs> actually uh, now that I think of it, I think I have like one parlay that doesn't include Duke. I am all over Duke. Duke is our squad half. this year, dude. I also am on Duke as well. I've dude. actually teased up Duke in a lot of plays to, to six and a half. Listen, this UCF team, John Reese Plumley has been banged up the end of the year. Their backup quarterback is gone. Their number one receiver, 73 catches, Ryan O'Keefe, gone. Top linebacker, Jeremiah John Baptiste, 52 tackles, gone. Defensive back, starting defensive back, he is gone. gone. Duke, not a single opt out. Nah, man, dude, I'm I'm with it, man. And look, dude, you got this is value, dude. Too. I mean, this is a low line for a team that's profitable. Duke's profitable. Yeah, and I mean, from Annapolis, Maryland, from Durham, it's not that horrible of a drive. Um, I mean, UCF does have a pretty good fan base. I will say that, but I don't I don't think it even matters, honestly. I really I don't think it matters. I think this is just a. I think UCF is down some of their dogs. I think they had really uh, bad momentum going to this game, juxtaposed with you know Duke. I think Duke yeah, I is mean, the one ACC team that you can put the mortgage take, on. Yeah, you can take Duke. We bet them all year, man. They've won, dude. They've won games when they were like plus ten. Yeah, yeah. I love absolutely. I cannot wait for that game. 
AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Kansas versus Arkansas, Wednesday, December 28th, ESPN at 5.30 p.m. Uh, from Memphis, Tennessee. I, I, I like the over here. I think Jalen Daniels is back at quarterback for Kansas. Uh, obviously, Arkansas is, uh, you know, as, as long as K.J. Jefferson is our quarterback, they're usually pretty good there. Uh, not to mention, Arkansas is down defensive coordinator Barry Odom. He took the UNLV job. Why Marcus Arroyo got fired, I don't know. First team, all-SEC linebacker Drew Sanders is gone. Center Ricky Stromberg, first team, all-SEC, he is gone. Uh, another linebacker is out. Another def- like, there's like three defensive backs for Arkansas that are out. Meanwhile, um, Kansas, that defense is pure garbage. And I do think yeah. I do think our boy Leopold, head coach there, give him a couple weeks. He's going to scheme this Kansas offense to put points up. I love the over here. Yeah, I actually – my play here was actually on Kansas plus three. So Really? Yeah, for your exact reason, I think that, uh, you know, they kind of hit a wall a little bit this year, like when they kind of like – you know, re-upped him and everything. But I think all that noise is over with. I think he's going to focus on a big, a bowl winner for Kansas. Like, this is like a bigger game for Kansas, man. Like, it really is. Like, a bowl win for Kansas in football, dude, is absolutely fucking huge, man. Yeah. I, I really got to think that this means more to Kansas' players it really do, man. I mean, my dad always tells me, dude, something you never forget about motivation in bowl game betting. Never forget it because it will come back to haunt you if you don't think about motivation. Opt outs matter, all that matter. But I really believe that that this is a program game for Kansas. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just think the the over here is just an absolute no brainer. So uh, that's my play. But yeah, if you're wrong with Salbaps, I do think. Kansas could win this. Maybe you money line Kansas. I mean, if you're if you're gonna take Kansas, I would I would take the money line. Yeah, they're really gonna lose by two. I mean, they're gonna win if they're gonna be. It's gonna be close. Like, holy shit! I'm uh, another baseball game here. Petco Park in San Diego, Wednesday, December twenty eighth, Fox at eight p.m. The San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. I always yo the it. Holiday Bowl is always yo, fire. It's though. always fire. And it usually always goes over. It, it usually does. Total seventy two. And it's seventy two. It's uh, it's not high enough because we have the <laughs> we have the Oregon Mighty Ducks. It's not high enough versus North Carolina minus a defense. Um, uh, man, I don't even know where to start. There's a lot of guys out for this game, especially on the. Uh, defensive side of the ball. First team, all Pac-12 cornerback for Oregon, Christian Gonzalez. He's gone. Linebacker Justin Flo has transferred out. Uh, meanwhile here, um, North Carolina, they've lost a couple defensive linemen, cornerbacks. Dude, North Car- think about how bad North Carolina cornerbacks are. And they are now down Tony Grimes and Storm Duck. Both are starters. Like, you're right. The over here is 72. I, I think the over is still the play. Dude, how does it go under? Tell me, like, argue me how it would go under. Uh, well, Phil Longo is, as Sal Baps literally just blew his nose on some of my post-it notes. I already ripped it off. Okay. Uh, Phil Longo, just, uh, he is leaving the North Carolina team to be the OC at Wisconsin. So, I don't know who calls plays. Josh Downs may not play for North Carolina, their stud receiver. So, maybe that's how you don't get the over. Um, I don't know. When is a holiday bowl not like lit though? Like it's usually lit. Yeah. 
Uh, we have moving on here the Tax Act Texas Bowl from the, Houston. <laughs> the Tax Act. How dare they just mock us? Yeah, pay your taxes, peasants. And watch this bowl game. Yeah. Texas Tech versus Ole Miss, Wednesday, December 28th, ESPN at 9 p.m. from the Texan Stadium there in Houston. Yo, did you see that Texas Tech sold out their allotment in like 45 minutes? I, no, but I'm on them. I took them plus four. Listen, as a guy who once lived in Texas, there is Houston is run by A&M. Having said that, there is a sneaky amount of Texas Tech alumni in Houston I think Texas Tech packs the stands. When Tyler Shuck came back from that injury, Texas Tech was a very good team. Uh, I th- The Lions plus four, Texas Tech. I, I like Texas Tech plus four. I love it. I took them too. And, and what you mentioned about their fan base and shit, I know it's a different sport, but when they're in the tournament college basketball, they actually they, they pack stadiums in the north, dude. Yeah. For basketball. And this is a football state, mind you. Yeah. So they're gonna be at this game. I I mean, this is this is Texas Tech. I think I mean this is also possible. Money line bet for people if you're looking at a dog parlay to win some money, dude. Uh, this is Mississippi's a team I think the public's gonna bet and they're gonna lose, man. Uh, moving on here, Thursday, December 29th, ESPN at 2 p.m. Once again, a baseball stadium. I guess that's the new thing. Um, I mean, this is uh, the uh, Bad Boy Mowers pinstripe ball. Obviously, the pinstripe ball has been around Yankee for years. stadium, year. yeah. Why is Bad Boy Mowers? Like, that's a kind of like a weird sponsor for the pinstripe ball. Very odd. Syracuse versus Minnesota um, in the Bronx there. No play for me. I think it's a garbage game. I have like one parlay where I took Minnesota money line. Right now, Minnesota's minus seven and a half. I don't know if Tanner Morgan plays for them at quarterback. I still think they probably win. Um, there's a lot of guys for for Syracuse who have gone in the portal. Um, defensive coordinator just took the Nebraska job. Yeah, uh, saw that. I, I don't like it, so I don't like it. I, it's Usually, me. PJ Flex pretty good in bowls. I do think if you want to money line Minnesota here, that's a decent play. I would absolutely not take Minnesota minus seven half. I'm out on this one. Yeah, me too. Cheese it bowl. The oh. best, the best bowl on the board. Did you see that? The cheese it bowl. Did you see like four guys from each squad the night before go in like a VIP room at the hotel, and it's like cheese it sheets. Che- like bowls of cheese. It's fucking awesome. Like you probably get a hooker who has like cheese that's on her nipples. Dude, I love it. It's it's the best crud bowl out there. Yeah, I mean if you're gonna be a shit bowl, like just embrace Yeah, like embrace they it. were the first bowl to embrace like the trollness of how shitty their bowl game was. Yeah. Uh Thursday, December 29th from Camping World Stadium uh in Orlando, uh Florida State versus Oklahoma, like I said. Man, I I hate taking ACC team here again, but I wouldn't take the line here of seven and a half. I would tease Florida State, though, down to six. And the reason being, Oklahoma's out a lot of guys. Starting tackles, Anton Harrison, Awanya Morris. Defensive lineman, Jalen Redman. Running back, Eric Gray. They've all opted out. Um, they also had a receiver, Theo Weiss, uh, go in the portal. Um Florida State does have a couple legit NFL prospects, but they're saying they want to play in this bowl. When you have NFL draftable guys and they're saying they're playing in the bowl game, 
I don't know. That just gives me all the vibes of like this team wants to be there. Uh, look, I took Florida State. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I just laid the points, dude. I, yeah. I mean, you got to get out of your head like what happened in that like Florida game. Florida State's been pretty fucking good all year, man. Yeah, I just uh, it's hard for me. As a oh, fucking breaking news, we are going to get destroyed on this BYU game. BYU quarterback Jaron Hall sounds unlikely to play. So there goes like 50% uh, of my parlays. Yeah, uh, well. Breaking news. Breaking fucking news. That doesn't mean they can't cover. I mean, it pretty much does. It, it sound, They said, though, it sounds unlikely. They didn't say he absolutely wasn't going to play. I've seen crazier things happen. But if you hear this, uh, like I said, wait until right before the game starts. Uh, dude, this is another game I cannot wait for. It's always sauce. Valero, Alamo Bowl. Always. Love dude, it. Dude, the over. Talk about this. This game always hits the over. Texas versus Washington. Thursday, December 29th, ESPN at 9 p.m. from the Alamo Dome. What a fucking great place to watch a college great, football game. Great, dude. Great. Um, listen, uh, there's like no opt-outs. I mean, if backup quarterback Hudson Card, he went in the portal. That's like it. So I guess maybe if Quinn Ewers gets hurts again. Uh, um, I'm on the over here. It's the play. You didn't, it, it, I'm. This is an over that I took. I think there's going to be 100 points in this game. I actually like Washington here. I know, like, San Antonio is only, like, an hour, ten minutes from Austin, so this is obvious home field advantage for Texas. Yo, I think Penix can can dice up this Texas That's why defense. I like the over, man. Yeah, I mean, the over is a good play here. It is. Um, we're still wait and see on the Texas running backs, uh, B. John Robinson and Roshan Johnson. I, I don't think that they play this game, but I could be wrong in it. They have not announced one way or another yet. But I don't know. I just have this feeling... That Washington, Kalen DeBoer, you give him a couple weeks. I don't know. I just I, I'm a big fan of Penix, man. I fucking like the kid. I think he's yeah. a good quarterback. I I kind of like Washington money line here. I I got it as high as plus one eighty five. It's down to one forty five. The line's four and a half. So I, I don't know. I it's not a huge play for me, but I I kind of like Washington here. Uh, talk about shit bowls that embrace you know just how shit they are. Uh, Duke's Mayo Bowl, where you get three pounds of cum dumped on <laughs> your... Ah, <laughs> you literally do. That's what they do. Don't they, like, they, pour mayo on you and they, shit? They, they pour, like, three pounds of mayo. It looks like you were just in fucking Asian Persuasion 19. Bukaki video. Yeah, giant Bukaki video. Uh, man, I, I hate this game. Fuck, I, I don't like it. I don't want to touch it. I don't want nothing to do. I don't even like mayonnaise. Fuck this game. Maryland versus NC State, Friday, December 30th from Charlotte there. I no play, no play. No play. Is Talia gonna play? I don't care. Maryland's out a bunch of dudes, but I mean, can you really bet this NC State team? No, you can't bet any of these teams, dude. I think this is a game that you wait to see if quarterback Talia is gonna play because Rakeem Jarrett's gone. Uh, <laughs> if we're gonna talk about program games, I would say Maryland needs to win a bowl game. Boxley I mean, needs to win a bowl game. I, I hear you, but like. All this team does is throw the ball. Rakeem Jarrett, gone. Jacob Copeland, gone. Uh, tight end, gone. That's why it's a no play. Dante Demas, gone. Like, that's like... No play. Like, they're, they're, they're down, like, four out of their top six pass catchers. Yeah. Like I mean, if, Maryland's really dependent on wide receiver play. Like, if you're Talia and you're probably going to come back for one year, do you really want to play in a game where you're going to get... You shouldn't play. Yeah. I... I would actually lean here NC State plus uh we're looking at one and a half. One. 
Yeah, it's one. Yeah, I mean, this is a no play, but no play. if you want to, if you want to get a kind of little uh, take a walk in the wild side, I would money line NC State here just because I don't think Talia plays this game. Uh, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Pitt versus UCLA, Friday, December thirtieth, CBS at two p.m. from the Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas. Dude, I'm all over UCLA here. What about you? Um, you changed my mind on this. I'm all over UCLA as well. I know that I talked about some ridiculous Pittsburgh propaganda, but I, I, UCLA, this they're just superior to Pittsburgh. UCLA doesn't have a single opt-out. Yeah. Uh, I, their I mean, defensive coordinator is having health issues. He may not be there, but let, juxtapose that with Pitt. Pitt lost Keaton Slova, starting quarterback. He's gone. He's gone. Um, you're talking about a backup, or even they're talking about this third-string guy may play. And then Pitt's All-American defensive lineman, um, uh, Cansey there, he's not playing in the ball. This is UCLA, man. This is in, in, it's once, it's even, cl- it's closer if you want to talk demographics. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 the line's only six here. I think UCLA absolutely six rolls. Six is value. Yeah. I think UCLA absolutely rolls Pitt, and Pitt even with Slovis, if he if he were there, I don't think they would have the offense to come back. They definitely can't now. That's a very big play for me. UCLA minus yeah, six. Yeah, I'm with it, dude. I think UCLA rolls them. Uh, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Notre Dame versus South Carolina, December 30th, Friday. That is ESPN at 3:30 p.m. from Jacksonville. I've already talked about this game at the very beginning of the show. I was all over South Carolina. I don't fucking know now, dude. Like. Notre Dame's down their dudes. They're down their quarterback. They're down Michael Mayer. But South Carolina now is down their top two rushers. That receiver for South Carolina and Spencer Rattler were fucking in fuego fire at the end of the year. I still kind of like South Carolina here, but this is not like... Yeah, I'm, I mean, Spencer's playing good football right now. I was not a fan of the kid. I don't really like him that much, but he has kind of... He's become what they thought he was. Yeah. And... But, you know, how much of that is real? How much of it was just a hot couple games? If we could crown every quarterback for a hot couple games, you know, I mean, we, there'd be a lot of cool quarterbacks out there. So this is a game where I think you're actually right on. I think South Carolina, I think Vegas knows South Carolina is the better team here. And I think they're laying with Notre Dame because they know that the public will actually just auto bet a, a brand like that in yeah. a bowl game. Like there's going to be people that bet this game that don't Same even know Texas, their quarterbacks though. out. Same with Texas, Washington. Right, yeah. I mean, when it comes to bowl season, you got a lot of people home from school a lot of college kids a lot of people that are take off work and they're squares and they bet brands they're gonna bet texas they're gonna bet notre dame they're gonna bet teams that they know i mean unless you really bet college football like we bet college football south carolina finished the season pretty fucking good uh breaking news sal baps ucla will be allowed to move to the big 10 by the way Sucks, Gavin Newsom. Fix your fucking state. Maybe this won't happen. Pac-12 is officially... Basically, Deion Sanders is the only hope for saving the Pac-12 now. Yeah. That will just become the Mountain West. Uh, moving on here, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Maybe that was a good move to go there, after all. Yeah, actually, it may be. Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, Ohio versus Wyoming, Friday, December 30th, uh, from the Cardinal Stadium there in Tucson, this game opened, and I put a couple plays on Wyoming, and I immediately am regretting this because uh, the Cowboys, basically, they just run the ball, 
And it looks like they're going to be down their top two or three running backs. Leading receiver is gone. They have two cornerbacks out. Ohio did not look very good the end of the season. Oh God, they are not good. I am. I'm regretting though. Money line. I still think Wyoming could win this game, but this is like if I were to redo this, is no no play. Yeah, this is no play for me. But I will watch it and laugh at some of the barstool guys out there. I know Big Cat will probably slam Ohio since he's like a huge Maxion dude. So I mean, we'll see what happens. No play for me though. I'm not a fan of uh, these teams. Don't like them, and I don't want to bet them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on here. This is the game I think we talked about the most. Yeah, Capital One Orange Bowl. Tennessee versus Clemson, December 30th, ESPN. 8.30 p.m. from Miami. Welcome to Miami. Man, like I said, I, I crank Tennessee. I, I think half that defense for, for Clemson is going to be out. I, I still think I'm right on that. Uh, Cade Klubnick, though, is an upgrade over DJ Ugalele. Um. I, I think this offense, I think Josh Heupel can put up points with, like, us. Like, we could go out yeah. there for Tennessee, and we could put up 10 points in that offense. Having said that, though, Hennon Hooker obviously out for the year. Um, Milton does have a cannon, but now he has to throw without uh, Tillman and Hyatt there at receiver. The line hasn't moved, though, with Hyatt uh, out. The line is still, you're looking at Tennessee plus 6.5. I do think that says something. I do think when more of these stud first-round guys from Clemson opt out, uh, I do think this line probably moves at like three and a half. So I'm not completely worried about this, but uh, if I were to redo it, I would probably, instead of money lining Tennessee, I would take Tennessee plus six and a half. Yeah, dude, the total 63 and a half. Um, Clemson obviously is very dependent on their defense, but even though they can score points now, but... Um, they've been a defensive program for a while. Um, I actually like the under in the game, even with the guys out from Clemson. Mm, interesting. Um, it's a high over. total. Um, I think I'm going to go with this under here. I think this is what I'm going to do. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, this isn't a big – this is such a – this is the douchiest, like, bowl that's cool because it's like this game would have been way cooler with – both teams at full, like everyone playing, and I mean Hooker as well. Like, it would have been a cool game, but it lost a lot of steam to it, man. Yeah, for sure. Moving on here, the All-State Sugar Bowl, Alabama versus Kansas State, Saturday, December 31st, ESPN at 12 p.m. from the Caesar Superdome in New Orleans. Yo, you know what Bama does when they don't make the playoff? Tank. Fucking tank. I'm telling you right now, like, half this squad, they already have a number of guys who have entered the portal. I don't think there's a chance in hell Bryce Young plays. I don't think Will Anderson plays. I think more guys opt out. Saban cleans house. And I think Kansas State, like, actually wins this game. Yeah, man. I mean, Kansas State, man. I mean, what a hell of a team. What a hell of a season. Um, although, I do disagree with you. I, I do actually think I do like Alabama in this game. I know I complained about, like, oh, people betting brands and stuff. I still got to believe Alabama backups are still better than some of these guys on Kansas State, man. I, I mean, these are still, like, five-star guys that sit the bench. 
I don't know, man. Deuce Vaughn and uh, uh, Howard there look pretty good at quarterback. I mean, they did beat, even though it was a bullshit in overtime, they did beat TCU. They did. Yeah, they did. But, you know, it's going to be. They beat beat TCU from that Cowboy Stadium, which is like literally three miles. Uh, It's going to be a month after that. The momentum of that's going to be gone. I still think. I mean, you said that, you know, it's his bull record and that whatnot. They don't make the playoffs. But they played Michigan a couple years ago. They didn't make the playoffs. And they fucking killed them. They played Michigan State. In a bowl game, when I was in college, Michigan State had like a really good team. They had Mark Ingram and shit, like who played at Bama still. Yeah, but that was a they playoff. They beat them thirty-one seven. That was a playoff game. It was not a playoff game. That's that was the game that marked. I'm talking in 2011, oh, okay. a Capital One Bowl in Florida, because I was yeah, going to go to it, and it was a bullshit game. Alabama had nothing to play for, in, and they blew them out. In 2011, Bama was still ascending. I mean, they 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 weren't the empire they are today. Like, if you're a Bama fan. Are you going to this bowl game? That was just off the top of my head, dude. I mean, you have to pull. I don't really give a fuck about this game that much to really, like, dive into it. But I don't think Saban's as bad as you think when he doesn't make the playoffs. I still think, like, they have enough of a reset, and they'll go into it and play well. I think Saban is in full recruiting mode. I think Bill O'Brien is handing out his resume to anybody who will look at it. And well, that's I, not going to come till NFL season's over, so that's not going to affect this game. I, I think Kansas State here wins this. Uh, moving on. I absolutely love this game because it's going to be so bad. Dude, what the hell is this? Trans Perfect. Stop. The Trans Perfect. I better hope they're talking about the highway. <laughs> Holy shit. Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. Iowa versus Kentucky, Saturday, December 31st, ABC. No play. The total is 31. Yo, this isn't even like service. Like the, the Army-Navy game was 30, 33. 33. Bro, I am all over here, Kentucky. I am going to tease Kentucky up to plus three and a half. Iowa, that abysmal How are Iowa they favored? Up, I don't even, honestly, like I think. I think Kentucky wins this game. Dude, they, how are they actually favored? This is a game that is going to be 10-7. to 7. There's no way in hell Kentucky doesn't cover uh, the, the three. Fuck that. I'm taking Kentucky with you, dude. Fuck Iowa, dude. Iowa. I'm taking Kentucky. You I- talk me into it. You see that, people? It doesn't take much. <laughs> Iowa's down their quarterback, who is horrible. Spencer Peters. already horrible. He's out. Their backup is out. That's it. Everyone, if you're listening to this right now, run to your nearest sports book in back <laughs> Kentucky. I have gone to a no play to a five unit wager <laughs> on Kentucky Moneyline. This bro, is real. I'm going to Morgantown bro, when I leave here bro, and I'm putting it bro, in. Bro, the third stringer of Iowa. Think about how bad that what? Iowa offense. Where's my wallet? This is in real time. We're looking at this up. I'm, this I'm literally. You have 20, wow, you 40, have, 60, You have way more money 80, than I thought you would. One, two. What do you mean? You think I'm like poor? All right. So there's like $500 here. It's going on Kentucky when I leave here. I, I would tease it up though. It's The line's Kentucky plus two and a half. Money line. I would tease it up to plus three and a half. There's no way you lose that bet. Money no. Like, like I said, this is going to be a 10 to seven game either way. There's no way in hell. Dude, like, Iowa cannot score the football they can't. at all. They're incapable of scoring points. And Kentucky's not going to put up points either. That's why the total but is But they're so going to score more than them. But I, I, I do. Uh, yeah. Will Levis is out at quarterback. Rodriguez is out at running back. But having said that, those are those I are cannot two, believe this line. Those are two major opt outs. I get those are two big big players, but those are the only I opt outs for Kentucky right now. Believe this line, and I cannot believe that you thought I would have like forty dollars in my pocket. 
I'm just saying, like, there's no way in hell Kentucky doesn't cover. But if you're talking about a Kentucky, here's the other thing. You know, freaking Mark Stoops is an Iowa alum. He absolutely, like, Mark Stoops. He knows what Iowa is. Mark Stoops legitimately may be the future head coach of Iowa when, when Kirk Ferentz steps down. I agree. This game fucking matters to Stoops. That yes. it, it matters to the entire Stoops family. Bob Stoops went to Iowa, too. The entire Stoops family loves Iowa. Mark Stoops wants to win this game. I. This is it, people. This is it. This is, it. This is the boss cocklock. This is the boss cocklock. Even more so than Toledo and Fresno no, State. No, this is it. Like, this is... I cannot fathom this line. Yeah. Uh, I do think we should skip the playoff games because I think that's an entire different episode. Maybe next week when we update, you know. Yeah, some of these dude. Games. We got, dude. We'll we'll get there. I mean, that's like New Year's Eve. We're of we're two weeks from that. Yeah, playoffs week is a totally separate topic. I I, I do want to touch briefly, and I hate to do this. I hate to be the bad guy. Cue Taylor Swift anti-hero music right now. Ah, oh, man. It, Mississippi State is playing Illinois. In uh, the ReliaQuest Bowl, it's literally happening in Raymond James Stadium, which has a pirate, actual pirate ship in it. Oh, my goodness. But, dude, I... I, I you're said, looking at fate in front of your face, and you're going to go with logistics. Dude, listen, I, uh, Illinois finished the season as a number one ranked passing effic- efficiency defense team in the country. I know they played in the Big Ten West, but still, they got some boys in that secondary. Bielema knows how to coach defense. Um, you're talking about, uh, for Mississippi State, starting cornerback, NFL standout Emmanuel Forbes, he already declared weeks ago. Uh, safety Jackie Matthews, gone. Leading receiver, Ra-Ra Thomas, gone. Leading running back, I know they don't rush the ball a lot, but still, running back Dylan Johnson, gone. Those were guys that were all out. Now you have the death of Mike Leach. I understand those kids are going to be inspired. I get it. There's a pirate ship in this actual stadium. I know it's fate. But I'm just saying, all those guys are out. You talk about air raid offenses. We already talked about Dana Horgerson. Air raids are horrible in bowl games. They're horrible off bowl or buys even. They need those reps and those, those game repetitions. I hate to say it. I love Illinois Moneyline. Yeah, I mean, you already know that I'm going with Mississippi State here. And it's not just – look, here's the thing. So I read the other day that they were in talks of canceling this football game. This game was going to be canceled. And I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Hardball with Keanu Reeves where he coaches the Little League City team. Yeah, And G-Baby dies. And they cancel the game. And the players go to Keanu Reeves. We're playing this fucking game. And they roll the best team in the league. Yep. Now, it's a movie, and it's a great story. But I think that that shit is real. I think that happens, man. I've seen these reports all over the time, high school football, any sport where a coach dies and a team plays inspired. I get that guys are out, but, dude, like, I'm not playing the stat game with Illinois. This game's going to be two months after they played their last game. They couldn't even win the worst Big Ten West League I've ever seen. I don't care what their stats are. They play Iowa and Wisconsin. I can throw guys out from my fraternity league to stop those offenses. Our boss cock clock is against Iowa. Literally. With a team that can't even score. I hear you. I don't like Illinois at all. I just 
think that this is a game the entire country's rooting for one team, and it's just going to will them to victory. Yeah, the big money is going to be on Mississippi State in this game. Which it is, already is, which is even more so reason why I'm telling you to bet on Illinois. I hate to I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. Well, my angle. Let me counterdict myself for a second here. I know we're running on a long episode here, but like to counter my point, this game will be almost a month after the death of Mike Leach. Like if this game was this weekend he would you would probably take mississippi state but it, it's um, gonna be a month after it might be hard to really carry that like fight they have right and now. i hate to say it but more kids from mississippi state may go in the portal now just saying i, yeah. hate, I hate to be that guy uh the goodyear cotton bowl classic tulane versus usc usually a good bowl Usually a good bowl. Uh, until we find out if Caleb Williams is playing or not, stay stay away. Why from don't we update this when we do our next episode? Yeah, we, we got to because this that. is a, a game that you that is going to be fun to bet. But we need to know that this guy's playing. Uh, Citrus Bowl, LSU versus Purdue. I did jump on LSU, but you know, every day more guys from LSU are opting out for the NFL draft. I think this is also a game that is uh, wait and see. Obviously, Brom just took the coaching job there at Louisville. Um, defensive coordinator is following Brom to Louisville. Um, uh, I don't like the game. Yeah, this the, the uh, not playing it. Last one here. I'm all over it. You're gonna call me a homer. I am money lining Penn State in the Rose Bowl Monday, January second versus Utah. And here's my rationale. Utah is basically a Big Ten team. That was very uh, horrible for a team like USC, who just wants to spread you out and you know play their version of the air raid. That's why I can't beat them. For Penn State, they are not going to be intimidated uh, by Utah. Not to mention Utah running back Tavion Thomas out. Their stud uh, tight end Dalton Kincaid. He destroyed USC this year. Destroyed this tight end had 70 catches. He's not playing in the Rose Bowl. All American cornerback Clark Phillips is not playing for Utah. Now, Penn State is down Joey Porter, their top cornerback. Well, actually, no. He's not even the top. He's going to go in the first round. He wasn't even Penn State's best cornerback this year. Okay, that's just, that's just deep analytics. will back that up. Parker Washington, Penn State's leading receiver, he is out. Having said that, yo, I'm, I'm saying on a national scene, this is where Nick Singleton and Katron Allen – the two All-American freshman running backs for Penn State, freshman All-American, like, this is like, if you already don't know about these kids, you're going to fucking know in this game. No, I agree. I'm on Penn State as well. There's a better running back room here. Um, now, quarterback edge I'm going to give to uh, Sunshine, of obviously. Of course. Um, but it's not like Penn State without those guys can't get stops. This line is moving uh, and I think by the time we get to kickoff, it's either going to be Pickham or I even think Penn State may be like minus one and a half. They just have a better running back room. I think you're right. I think you're going to see Singleton play real well. I just I, – I, and we're not being homers because, like, I don't even like Penn State at all. And, uh, you know, but these running backs are way better than what Utah has. I mean, I just feel like Penn State has more on offense in this game and defense equals out. And I got to have to the team. You got to score to win. So I'm going to, I agree. I agree with Penn State. Penn State wins. We were all over the Nittany Lions. Get on this money line right now before this line moves. Salbaps, it's bowl season. Man, there's a lot. Like, this is the most difficult bowl season in a while to peg as far as, like, getting line value. It was a lot harder than I thought. As far as parlays. Having said that, being a man of the people, 
I am coming back. Oh yeah. With a poontang parlay. This has got to be it. This is the one. Alright, Sawbap. So basically, this is the parlay that we're going to hit, and then we're going to roll it into the stock market when uh, crypto completely bottoms out, and we are going to absolutely buy up the market uh, when people think crypto is going to zero. And, and we're making a movie. And we're making $10 million, and then we are making a, a movie out of it. Um, so that's the plan. So we so are. if you want to be in our movie, start following and listen to the podcast. So starting out, play number one. We talked about New Mexico State versus Bowling Green. I am teasing Bowling Green up to minus six. That line is minus three. Bowling Green is going to smash New Mexico State. Bowling Green minus six for plus 135. Texas Tech versus Ole Miss. We talked about this game here. Uh, Tech is plus four. I'm going to tease this one up a little bit. I'm going to take Texas Tech plus seven and a half for minus 175. Oklahoma versus Florida State. Uh, line is seven and a half, my, uh, minus seven and a half Florida State. I'm going to tease it down a little bit. Florida State minus six for minus 143. Uh, I am taking the team total over by Air Force over 21 and a half. They're playing Baylor over 21 and a half. I'm getting minus 104 on those odds. I am teasing Toledo from um, five all the way up to six and a half for plus 112. Toledo minus six and a half. I am teasing Kentucky. I mean, we already said Kentucky plus three and a half is a lock. This one here, I took Kentucky plus four and a half. They may not even score four points total in the game. Okay, Kentucky <laughs> Kentucky plus four and a half is for minus 165 is an absolute lock. I am teasing Fresno State, who's at minus three right now. I'm teasing them up to Fresno State minus six and a half. They roll Washington State plus 140. I'm getting there. Uh, Duke right now is minus two and a half versus UCF. I'm teasing Duke up to minus six for plus 143. Duke minus six. Um, Washington, they were six and a half. It's come down to four and a half. I'm going to tease this up a little bit. I'm going to tease up to plus seven and a half. Washington plus seven and a half for minus 162. I just said not to do this, but I'm doing it anyway. I don't think Caleb Williams plays. The starting center for USC got injured in that Utah game. Jordan Addison, I think that there's no way he plays. I think USC, Lincoln Riley, he doesn't give a fuck about the Cotton Bowl. I think a lot of guys, this much like Alabama, I think this USC team just opts out. Willie Fritz uh, is staying on there at Tulane. That's a huge boon for them. Those guys want to play in that game. Willie Fritz, by the way, when, uh, almost beat Lincoln Riley two years ago. When Lincoln Riley was at Oklahoma, Tulane almost upset Oklahoma. Tulane can ball, man. Right now, you can money line Tulane for plus one hundred. I'm gonna take it because I just, uh, I, I, even if Caleb Williams plays, I think Tulane still might beat them. 
I don't think Caleb Williams, uh, he had a severe hamstring injury. I don't think Lincoln Riley lets that uh, injury linger. And then we just talked about Penn State money line. That money line right now is plus 108. That line will move. And then I am taking the uh, total points over in Kansas versus Arkansas. I teased it down to 65. So 65 flat, I am taking the over for $37. If you play those 12 games, that gets us to $100,000. Oh, yeah, baby. $567.41. It wins. It's winning. <laughs> I believe it wins. <laughs> I know $37 is a It's decent. a lot for a parlay. That's a lot for a parlay. Having said that, in bowl season, this is when you do something stupid like this on a parlay. A lot of those games I are very confident about. Those are like my 12 most confident plays. And even so, most of them I, I teased, you know, uh, to help us out. Listen, you got to do it. You just have to I fucking mean, do it. Even if you throw 20 on it, it's going to pay out like 60 grand anyway. So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely worth doing. It is the Poontang Parlay for this version of even bowl 10, season. you're going to get 40 grand. I may have one or two more parlays in a week or two. I don't know. We're going to have to see how the situation plays itself out. Having said that, with the information I have today for this current situation, 100K, that's what we need. That's what we need to pump back into the stock market and become millionaires. Uh, that's the Poontang Parlay. Yep. I, dude, I, I might tail it and do it. You should. I think I am. If you're listening right now to us, you need to fucking play this. <laughs> uh, Sal Baps, any last words for what is a crazy-ass bowl season to come? No, I'm excited about it. I can't wait for these to start and get rolling, man. There's a couple of these games I really like to watch, like the Holiday Bowl, the Sun Bowl, the Rose Bowl, um, and countless uh, Cheez-It Bowl. Fucking, there's a, there's, this is fun. This is a fun time of year. It's the holidays. You're around friends and family betting college football games on weekday nights. It's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the shit games that we're not excited about, like, we're excited about They'll them. They'll end up being fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, it's still going to be fucking cool. Like, they're, uh, bowl season is outside of, in my opinion, week one. Well, number one, it's the best time to actually bet these parlays, as I've said all year round. Week one and bowl season. But I think bowl season is the best, is the best time of year outside of week one. It's the best. It's and you, the best. It's, it's the holidays. It's eggnog. Plop your feet up on that chair and watch San Diego State beat Middle Tennessee by five touchdowns in the Hawaii Bowl. Yeah, it's, it's fucking fun, man. It's fun football, dude. I mean... Uh, there's nothing better other than week one when it's armed missiles going out after the long off season. But this is right up there with, this is right up there with anything out there, man. And, and by the way, one of these games, like last year, it was Purdue versus Tennessee. One of these games is going to completely shock the living shit out of you. We were we we were there together when that happened. Yeah. At, at the casino. Yeah. There's there's going to be a game where a team is severely. Uh, underman, uh, and they're gonna win, and they're gonna win. And we gotta hope that that's BYU. We gotta hope that's BYU because uh, <laughs> we are, we are, we are fucked on BYU. The the Mormons are doing us dirty. But you know what? Maybe, maybe BYU just runs the ball the entire game and they lose by a field goal. I don't know. I have five and a half. I, I have a bunch of BYU money lines though too. <laughs> so I'm. Uh, that's why it's not on today's Poontang parlay. Let's put it that way. All right, Sal Baps, I think that's it. We're going to come yeah. back. 
uh, preview those playoff games. There's obviously there's gonna be way more opt outs. We're gonna have uh, another Poontang parlay probably a couple more. Yeah, strong with point, plays. we can do some point totals, uh, props. There's yeah. gonna be prop betting. Yeah, prop, props will come into more uh, full effect then. Oh yeah. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for riding with us all season. And hopefully, guys, this is this is it. This is where we get the the big money. This is where we get the redemption from the forty seven thousand Utah play in week one. So uh, let's go out there with our um, I don't know. Let's go out there with our heads uh, held high and let's be pirates like Mike Leach would want us to be. So say your prayers, take your vitamins, grow your own food, make that bread and butter them hoes.